We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to another episode of the Mountain West Insider Podcast here on the Field of 68 Media Network. My name is Rob Doster. I have Jeff Goodman with me. And in about five minutes, you're going to be hearing from maybe the most impressive team's head coach in college basketball this season. And I'm not just talking about in the Mountain West. I'm talking about in college basketball, period. That's Nico Medved, Colorado State. They went out and they 20-pieced Creighton earlier this week, Goodman. It was uh, probably the most impressive win that I think we saw in all of Feast Week um, to win the, was that the Hall of Fame classic, Hall of Fame kickoff? Hall of Fame. I can't keep any of these MTE Street. They beat Creighton to St. Louis. That's what matters. Um, Anyway, let's let's talk about this league as a whole, Jeff, before we talk about Nico Medved and Colorado State. So uh, how would you grade the Feast Week success that the conference had overall? You know, I think it's it's been pretty good. I mean, if you look at it, you know, I don't know how many leagues are getting like A's this past week. Because if you look at every league, you're going to have some teams that 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 won at a high level and then some that just didn't perform that well. I don't think the Mountain West is all that different. But for the most part, they avoided bad losses. Mm-hmm. Colorado State had a great week. San Diego State has bounced back um, with a vengeance after that, that BYU loss. You know, New Mexico is dealing with injuries, and Richard Pitino has still done a good job with that group. You know, other than the St. Mary's loss, which isn't going to be a bad loss at the end of the day, they've been in good shape. Look at what Danny Sprinkle's done so far at Utah mm-hmm. State. He's done well. So I I like it because I think that generally you're going to look at leagues and be like, all right, they are really going to hold back the league because of what they did in the non-conference. I don't. Was there a bad loss, really bad loss, other than UNLV losing to Southern in in the opener? Um, Air Force hasn't been great, but I don't think anybody necessarily expected right. Air Force to be great. But overall, the league's done well. You know, even if you look at Boise State, right? And we talked to BJ Reigns last week on the show. Um, they've started the season three and three, but their losses are at Clemson to Virginia Tech and to Butler. Three, uh, three, three. They're not going to hurt three. you. Yeah, three teams that are going to be in that look like they're probably going to be in and around the bubble. That look like they're at least two of them are probably going to end up being tournament teams. We'll see what ends up happening with Butler, who've you know they've actually looked pretty good. That's a different conversation for a different day. But I mean, there's nothing, there's no reason so far for any team that we thought was going to be in the mix for the top six of the Mountain West and in the mix 
for an at-large bid, there's no reason to think that any of them are in a position where they can't do it. Now, Boise State's got ground to make up. They got a game coming up December 30th at BYU that's going to be enormous. You got to pick something up. You got to do something in the non-conference, right? Um, I think you look at New Mexico. That loss to St. Mary's is something. Yeah, they got to get healthy, healthy and they got to win some games. But they're in a position where they haven't dug themselves in a hole where they can't lose it. And to be honest, if we went into the year and we said at 100%, right, at the starting season, 100%, what would we expect New Mexico to be after six games? I think everybody probably would have said five and one. Yeah, no doubt. And, and Nevada got the win over Washington. You know, that was a nice win because Washington could be a tournament team at the end of the day. We don't know. So if you're Nevada, you're Steve Alford, you're rooting hard. If you're, you know, you're a Wolfpack fan, you are rooting hard all year for Washington to be top three or four in the Pac-12 because um, that's really going to help. And they don't have a lot. That'll of help other- the entire conference. You know, The entire conference, everybody in the Mountain West, this is what you guys need to do. You need to band together, all right? You need to send some of your fans up to Seattle to be able to go to Heck Edmondson Pavilion to support uh, Washington. Because if Washington is awesome this year, let's say they win the Pac-12, you know what that does for the Mountain West? Whoop! That makes everybody look so much better. And Nevada, if you look at their schedule here, you know, they don't have a lot of other resume games on their non-conference. So the question is, can Steve Alford run through that non-league? Can he run through it? Like, could they be undefeated? I don't know. But, like, again, you got Drake who could win the Valley. That That's a winnable game. Weber State has been pretty good early on. Um, you know, they beat St. Mary's. You know, you got Temple. You got a few teams that are going to be dangerous. But somehow, could you get out of, of, of non-league with, with – without unscathed or with maybe one loss. And then, again, if you do really well in league play, you're in great position to get to the NCAA tournament. So Yeah, and let's let's give Steve Alford a little credit. He went through the entire Thanksgiving week without playing a single game. You know that man just wanted to hang out with his family, eat some turkey. Yeah, smart man. He's got it figured out. That's an older head coach. That's what that is, an older head coach who's like, screw that, I'm not going out for future. you just call Steve Alford old? You better, hey, he's tough. He's older. Man. He's been coaching for a long He's been a head coach for a long time. Look, Southwest he, Missouri State. He's still in pretty good shape, man. We saw him at, at, out at Media Day. I'm I not saying he can't beat both can of take, our asses be together. Listen, better be careful. He <laughs> one on two, he could take both of us. No question about it. Yes, that is true. All right. Um, there's a lot to talk about with this league. Uh, I don't want to dive into it too much because there are some big games coming up this week um, that you want to be able to keep an eye on. So we'll save some of that conversation for next week. Uh, specifically, we have Colorado taking on Colorado State in Fort Collins, which is going to be one of the biggest games of the year for Colorado State. Remember, Colorado is a top 20, top five team right now. Uh, we are recording this before the new AP poll drops, just to keep that in mind. Um, Fresno State is heading to BYU with a chance to land a marquee win over what is right now, Jeff, a top 10 team. On the road, on Kempom, uh, and Boise State will be playing at St. Mary's late on Friday night. That's a 10.30 tip on FS1, so make sure to check that out. If you are a Boise State fan, that is a big one for the Broncos. They're going to need that. Listen, uh, let's get into that interview with Nico Medved. Nico's one of my favorite coaches in the country, man, and he proved why on Friday, yeah, Friday afternoon. You know, great. He, also, he also is one of your favorites that said, you know what, and, and we'll see this in the conversation. Don't bring Doster to Fort Collins. That's what he said. <laughs> Don't bring him. Great. In the first field of 68 tip-off, three of the preeminent mid-major programs in the country, three of the best coaches, November 30th, Liberty versus FAU, December 1st, Liberty versus Charleston, December 2nd, Charleston versus FAU, 
three up-and-coming programs come together in a very, very creative entity. There's a reason we're called the Field of 68, right? We want to cover all of college basketball. We are calling it the Field of 68 tip-off. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. All right, now pleased to be joined by none other than Nico Medved of Colorado State for the Mountain West Insider Pod. And Nico, listen, it doesn't get much better than this. We're recording on a Sunday uh, morning here, and uh, you're coming off uh, a stretch to start the season where you're 6-0, and and you beat Creighton. And I think a lot of people, if they had seen the final score of that game where you won by 20, most people would have flipped it and been like, all right, you know what? Creighton kind of blew out Colorado State. They wouldn't have been shocked because this Creighton team came in preseason top 10. They could score with anybody, and you held them in check. All right, so how shocked were you at the end of the game when you looked at the scoreboard and you saw not just that you beat them, but you beat them handily? Yeah, I mean, I have so much respect for Coach Mack and those guys. It was was funny. You know, everyone's thing is two of the best offenses in the country. It's kind of like first team to 100 wins. And I remember telling our radio guy after I did the interview, I'm like, God, you know, this game is so funny. Watch this game be in the 60s, you know, or something that. And it's exactly what happened. I mean, it was one of those nights. uh, A lot of things went our way, but our guys did a phenomenal job. um, Transition defense, guarding them, playing physical, making it difficult, making it hard for Kelk Brenner to get easy touches and you know, once the game kind of got going and and um, we took control and, and they were a little bit frustrated, it, it it became more and more difficult for them. But yeah, I listen, I mean, I, I believed in our team. I thought we had a chance to win, but I mean, I'd be lying to you if I thought it would go the way it did. Yeah, pretty good. Well, it's pretty good to have a healthy Isaiah Stevens uh, in the first part of the season, isn't it? He's like the uh, the ultimate security blanket. I tell you what, if there's a guard playing better than him in the country right now, I want to see it. I mean, he's playing at such an elite level, um, his decisions, his scoring, his leadership, uh, his poise. I mean, all that stuff, but yeah, he was, he was elite, uh, um, against Creighton. He's been that way all season though. 
So how hard was last year? I don't know if I've really talked to you about this, but last year, I think, you know, obviously you lost David Roddy. A lot of people knew you you were going to take a step back, losing a, a first-round pick like that at Colorado State. But then you you go in and, and Isaiah's heard to start the year, and it's just one of those years that kind of snowballed, uh, especially early. How difficult was that for you? Because you're still thinking you're going to have a pretty good year with Isaiah and some of those other pieces at that point. Yeah, it just it was one of those things where you could never get any traction. We dealt with that. We dealt with injuries. It was kind of the first year of NIL and the portal. We had to wait until, you know, the end of May on David's situation to try to even find somebody. You know, people say, well, can you recruit a replacement? Well, who's going to come yeah. to your program knowing that if David's back? Yeah. I mean, we, we can go on and on, but that's just part of it. And then the injuries piled up and. Um, I, it was difficult, but you know what, that's part of this thing. And, and, uh, I thought our team, you know, kind of about midway through the season, we just kind of, kind of had a little bit of a come to Jesus and, and, uh, I'll give our guys credit. I thought we played well down the stretch. You know, I thought we played well to end the season. We had a chance to beat San Diego state in the conference tournament. And so I thought the way that those guys handled that, um, um, you know, really kind of set the path moving forward to this year. And it was difficult, but, Jeff, if you coach, you're going to have seasons like that. I mean, that's just part of it. You coach for a long time. You're going to have th- times that do- doesn't go your way, and you just have to stay with it. And, and uh, thank goodness, you know, we've been able at least early on to turn it around. We got some guys healthy, uh, did a nice job in the portal, and obviously we've got, you know, one of the best players in the country who came back for his fifth year. Yeah, you 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 portaled and, you know, you lost a few. You you got a few. That's that's kind of the, the way of the world these days, right? Uh, you know you're going to lose a couple which you lost Tanji and, and a couple other guys, but you, you pull a guy from uh, Black Hills State, Joel Scott. Like, I, I want to know, okay, had you heard of him before he was in the portal? And I know he's a local kid, so maybe you did. Maybe you saw him. He played with somebody else on an AU uh, team or uh, on a high school team, and you said, nah, I don't know if he's good enough, or he's probably not good enough at that point. And uh, how, how did that whole thing come about and you 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 get him and obviously how surprised are you at how how good he's been able to do right off the, the gate? Well, you know, Joel is now our third Division II All-American, you know, we've taken, you know, in a row. And Joel was the National Player of the Year. Obviously, we were familiar with him. He's from Colorado Springs. So, you know, we had an idea of him. He had a really good high school career. He went to Black Hills. I think the thing with Joel is he could have went Division One probably a few years ago, but the kind of kid he is, you know, Black Hills was, was really good. He thought coming back last year, they had a chance to win the national championship and, and he's a winner. He, he stayed, they, they, they came close. It didn't work out, but his fifth year is like, I really want to try this division one thing. Um, he was a huge, um, um, huge key for us in recruiting. We thought he was a great fit. The one thing, Jeff, you know, you, you never know. I knew he was a good athlete. He was really productive but you're saying, okay, at the highest level of Division One, does the athleticism translate? Boy, we got him here two weeks into practice. You could see right away the athleticism, easy. I mean, could could do it at this level, and he was so productive. And then we scrimmage. You know, we had two high major scrimmages, and he was one of the best players on the floor in both of those. So I think right away that gave him confidence in us that he was going to be able to do it at this level. And he can defend, he can rebound, he's tough as nails and kind of is that 
you know, I don't want to say David Roddy, but kind of that mold where he can, you know, small ball five, play the four, has a skill, has some toughness. And it's something that we really lacked. And he's been a huge addition. And then the other one was Clifford coming from Colorado, where he was a piece, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, started a bunch of games, but he was never the guy or a guy there. He was more of a piece. Now he comes to you and he's got an opportunity to expand his game a little bit. And again, he shot the hell out of it. So your, your team shot it very well from three so far, which certainly helps. Um, but again, a local kid, in-state kid, everybody talks about how Colorado doesn't produce a, a ton of talent, right? The, the state yeah. itself. But I think more and more, you're starting to see some guys from the state flourish, whether it's you know, you guys at Colorado at programs around the country. Yeah, I, I think, you know, what's interesting about Colorado, I, I tell people like the, the 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 best part about our job and the hardest part about our job is where we're located. It's an unbelievably beautiful area, but it's isolated, right? Anyone is going to come here and recruit, you're going to get on an airplane to come here. You don't, there's not, you know, I, if I, where I'm sitting right now at home, if I get in the car and I drive five hours any direction, I'm in the middle of nowhere. So I think a lot of times, you know, guys go under the radar um, that way. And, and uh, um, but there are, there are good players here. And Nick Clifford's interesting. He's a guy we recruited really heavily out of high school. He decided to go to CU over us. Um, I have a ton of respect for Tad Boyle and their program and what they do. Sometimes it's just somebody needs a change, right? And I thought for us, he was a great fit. Um, he's a veteran guy, you know, he's been a starter in the PAC 12 and sometimes just a change of scenery and uh, maybe just a different approach and looking at things has really been great for the, for the young man. And he's been awesome for us on both sides of the ball. And I think Jeff too, when those guys get an opportunity to play with a point guard, like Isaiah Stevens, I think he makes the game so much easier for everybody. And I think one of the reasons why he he's flourishing too, is he's getting a lot of good shots. (laughs) Has Isaiah been more vocal? Because I know that was one thing you kind of wanted out of him, even from a couple of years ago when I went out there to Fort Collins, you know, his leadership to expand even more. Has that been the case this year? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's the best leader I've ever been around. I mean, he it's it's amazing that, you know, to have a guy of his talent level and character to be just on the exact same page, you know, with everything. And um, it's like the other day we're trying to put in an, an action and our offense can be a little intricate and I'm trying to do it. And he stops and like, he's like, no coach, we got to do it this way, you know? And, and, uh, it's, it's, and I'm like, well, Ty, you know, it better than I do. <laughs> That's pretty good to have, um, though. you know, yeah. which is, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's everything you could, you could want in a leader is about the right things, knows when to speak up and, and he's got unbelievable respect level from his teammates. He's so humble. Like that's the one thing talking Isaiah Stevens, he, he, he's fun. He's got charisma. It's not about himself at all. If it were, to be honest, you you know, this, he would have taken more NIL and gone somewhere else if it were about himself. For, for sure. You know, it's, it's, it's about something bigger with him and, and uh, he's got an incredible family, incredible support system. Um, you're right. I mean, he's a humble kid. He's about the right things, but he is a, I mean, he is as competitive of a young man as I've ever been around. So yeah, he has all that, you know, off the court, but when that ball's thrown up or you're in practice, I mean, he is a rip your heart out competitor. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, you, you have, that's, that's one of the biggest things we look for. If you don't have that, it's, it's going to be hard to play in our program. So another uh, non-D1 guy uh, that came here a couple of years ago, Patrick Cartier, your, your starting center, 
got hurt early on in the the win against Creighton. What, what's the latest on him? And again, as we record this Sunday, um, where where is he at with that injury, the back injury? You know, we're still we're still waiting to find out. We should get a little bit more information maybe later today or 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 tomorrow. Uh, still in quite a bit of you know of, of pain, so. We don't really know, you know, he, he dealt with a little bit of that at, at Hillsdale college. He's been really healthy since he's, since he's been here. So obviously we've got our fingers crossed. He's a, he's a huge part of what we do and he's just an exceptional young man. So I always, whenever there's an injury, my first thoughts, I was just with the young man. I mean, I know how hard these guys work, how much it means to them. Uh, um, so, so we give our fingers crossed, but, but we should know more. Um, uh, but I don't know about his availability for Wednesday. Wednesday, big game, right? Washington, Washington, uh, Colorado at home, Colorado, Wednesday, and then and then Washington. Right. So I don't know who does the schedule around here. We got Creighton, then we got Colorado, then we get on a plane, we play Washington and Vegas. Come home, we've got Denver at home, and then St. Mary's at home. Oh. Um, so I mean, we really wanted to put ourselves out there, and uh, um, and we've done that. So we got a huge, you know, done well so far. We got a huge stretch coming up. So why? Why would you do that in a year? A lot of people would look at you and be like, what the hell are you thinking here? I mean, you got Isaiah back. You you knew that, I think, when you did the schedule. But a lot of these other parts, you didn't know. Honestly, you, you really didn't know how good Joel Scott was going to be. Or maybe even you were going to get Clifford at that point. You didn't even know it when you made some of those, uh, agreed to some of those games. Is it more of like if you have that opportunity, you feel like you have to take shots because they don't come around very often? Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, I think the worst feeling in the world would be you look at the end of the season and you wish you would have done more to give your guys an opportunity. I owe that to these guys. I mean, I owe that to guys who come and play for us to give them an opportunity to to compete for the postseason and to have a chance to possibly go to the NCAA tournament. That's what they all dream of. That's what they want. Um, so I, I, I think that I, that's what I want to do. I never want to come and lay up and say, I wish we would have done more and I didn't give our team an opportunity to, to, to do that. And so we, we try to do that every heck our schedule was like that last year. I mean, we had, we had a, a really good non-conference schedule. We just didn't get the job done, but at least we couldn't look back and say we didn't have a chance. So, um, so I, I think that's why we wanted to do that. And, you know, sometimes you take, you take shots and it, and it ends up paying off and um, obviously, uh, you know, beating Creighton, that's, that can go a long way at the end of the year. So how, how much are you scoreboard watching now for the league? Because it is so important. You know, I assume you're looking at every game within the league because it, whether, again, whether fans understand this or not, like this determines in a lot of ways what you guys do in, in November and the first week or so of December, you know, because then you finals, not a lot of great games in the middle of December, uh, but really, there's there's a month stretch at the beginning of the year that ultimately might determine how many teams the Mountain West gets in the NCAA tournament, which it's not fair, but that's the reality. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. It's the reality. And, you know, it's kind of different when you're in a one bid league and, and like I've been in before. I mean, I'm not every game is important. You want to win, but ultimately you're kind of trying to prepare for the, the league. Obviously, you're doing the same thing in the Mountain West, but now it's you're exactly right. What you do here in November and December determines when you get into league, how many quad one, quad two opportunities do you have? And then ultimately the game on November 22nd counts the same as the one on February 22nd uh, with the selection committee or you're going to the, to the postseason. And so it's critical to do that. And, you know, going back to your other question, I feel like we owe it to our conference. I mean, I was in the league as an assistant. We had the back-to-back years. We had four teams, five teams in the tournament and then kind of took a little bit of a dip. And now we're coming off two great years again. And I think it's critical for our league that we keep finding ways to solidify ourselves as one of the top, you know, seven, six, seven, well, Pac-12 is not six, seven leagues in the in the country. I think, you know, moving forward, we want to be a top six league. And that means getting multiple teams in the tournament. And I think it's going to shape up to do that again this year. I really do. But it's going to matter what these teams do here in November and December. Yep. No doubt. You're doing your job so far. That's for sure. So, um, when you when you moved out there, are you a skier? You you said there's ten inches on the ground right now. I'm not a skier like at all. I think I did it once when I was a kid. It wasn't pretty. My size 15 shoes don't help me there. Um, are you are you a big time skier? Like are you like? Well, I kind of have I kind of have this career that gets in the way of skiing a little bit. You know, um, I have I I have skied, but to say I'm a skier would be a huge stretch. You know, it's interesting. The only time we can really like for me would be final four weekend, which is usually one of the last weekends. The ski places are open, but what I always tell people about Colorado, what makes it so awesome is it's one of the few places where people come to vacation in both the summer and the winter. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter all year round. I mean, the sun's out today. It's beautiful. Uh, the snow's out, but it, it when the snow's out here, people love it and they love the sunshine. And um, so it's, it's really an amazing place. But but yeah, I uh, I don't get the opportunity to to ski. Yeah, I, I would assume that's not easy. Maybe over like that Christmas break, you could maybe get in a day, maybe. You, yeah, you 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 could. But man, you know how it is like you're just on the grind and all of a sudden you get a couple of days where you just kind of want to be at home and, and uh, do it. That's not too bad either. Have you changed over the years? Have you changed as a head coach? Not that you're like this, like grizzled veteran head coach, but you've been at it now. What is this between? Uh, this is year 11 now. Is that right? Yeah. Man, I've known you since you were yeah, yeah. assistant. For 12, I think it is. God, I can't even keep it straight, you know, anymore. What, what, how have you changed since maybe your first year or two as a head coach? What's the biggest change in, in how, how you are, maybe your, your mentality and how you go about things? I think, you know, really just a confidence in who you are as a person and, and a coach and what you believe in and um, being confident in that, you know, the way you want to do things. Uh, um, Cause you know, I've got, got some great mentors and, People, you know, you only get one crack to do this. And it's not about your way or the highway, but you want to make sure you do things and, and run the program and the vision that you've always wanted to. And 
I think that's a big thing is, is having confidence that way. I think seeing things for what they are, not getting too up, not getting too down, um, really enjoying the process. I mean, I still, I love practice. I mean, I love practice. I love being around the guys. I love preparing for games and you have to love coaching, you know, and I, and I do, I, I love coaching. I love teaching. I love being around young people. And, um, so I just think I've matured a lot that way of, of seeing things for what they are and, and uh, preparing for games and, and really just enjoying the ride. And you've learned what not to do from Tim Miles, correct? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that was sometimes that's one of the biggest lessons you learn is you, know, you work for him and you're like, well, God, boy, when I get my shot, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but, you know, it, he was great. I mean, he just had such a different way of looking at things that really opened my eyes to a yeah. whole nother way to, to run a program and to look at it. And um, he's terrific at, at, at what he's doing. And, and uh, it's just, it's, I love having him back in the league and back on the sidelines. I like, I don't enjoy playing friends, so yeah. I don't enjoy playing against him. No, I mean, I, I think one of the things with you, you, you've got a pretty good balance and, and I think you need to these days, right? You got to have that balance where you're not like obsessed compulsive to where you don't have a family life right where it's all about basketball because it could be even more so today than ever because again the calendar is such that you could go through and go from the season to recruiting in the portal to going out and recruiting high school AAU still in the portal going on a foreign trip like you could literally go without a break up until kids get back on campus and they're there all summer. You can work with them as well. Um, is that something you've always had or, or do you think you've, you've learned that as well? well? I think I've gotten better at that. I mean, I mean, listen, you, you never get away from it completely. It's not, it's a lifestyle, but I think, you know, you got to keep the main thing, the main thing and, and learning when you really have to turn it on, you know, Jeff, everything's not fourth and one. And if you want to, if you want to to live your life and think every little thing is fourth and one, that's a miserable existence. And you're never really going to be able to focus on the things that you really need to focus on. And that's a challenge every day. But um, I don't know. Sometimes we got to take a step back and enjoy it. I mean, there's so much going on in our business. Uh, uh, it's a difficult profession right now with all the changes, but there still are a lot of good things about it. And sometimes you can tend to, to focus on all the negative and all the hard things. And that's while that's a reality, boy, if you're going to spend all your time doing that, you might as well go do something else. Well, yeah, because again, you get out there and, and ultimately it's still about the kids and practice and the games, right? Like that's when you get to that, when you get in, in your kind of comfort zone in, in that bubble, that that's why you, you're doing it. That's why you got into it. Yeah. And, and so when you have those moments, you better take time to enjoy it. The part that you like, because there are still a lot of parts that I, that I like about it. And, and I think that's what can really get guys going sideways is there's just so much going on and you can really just spend all your energy focus on all the other stuff around it while you have to, at sometimes you, you, you got to take time to enjoy and remember why you got into it. And, um, cause the stuff's going to keep changing. It's not going to get easier. There's nothing about this. That's, that's, that's easy. And you just have to accept it and, and, and do the best you can, but I'm fortunate. I got a great group of players. They're great human beings. I got a great coaching staff. And so I'm lucky I get to be around these great people every day. So how did you enjoy the win against Creighton? Because again, you can enjoy it for like a night and then, yeah. you know, you know, the deal after that, it's like, all right, Colorado, Washington, like you said, Denver, St. Mary's, 
Um, how did you enjoy it? Did you get back to Fort Collins and, and, and have a few cold ones or no? Well, we actually, it was really cool because, you know, it's Thanksgiving week. We had a lot of families who made the trip to Kansas City for the week. And um, it was cool. We played, you know, Thanksgiving uh, day in the afternoon. We won, you know, my parents were down, my brother, their family, my family, wife and kids were down. And so we all had a whole team uh, Thanksgiving dinner after there may be a couple of beverages later uh, uh, consumed that way. But it was really cool just to have family and the team around and we could relax kind of the rest of the evening and we didn't head back until Friday. So again, one of those moments, if you don't take time to enjoy winning or enjoy those moments, you're, you're missing out. So you have to, tomorrow's going to happen. And now we're, you know, quickly have moved on to, to the next challenge, but fun week. And, and, and this was as good of a Thanksgiving as I've had my man. I, I was going to say like, does it get any better than that no. for, for a Turkey day? To, to be written that way, again, a big win, have your family, enjoy, like it doesn't get any better than that, does it? Nothing. I mean, I tell you what, Nirvana is like an, an earlier a day game, an afternoon game and a big win. And then when you get to when you get to celebrate, uh, man, it does not get much better than that. So, yeah, I, I will. I've had some great Thanksgivings, but this one might have topped them all. So when you're in Kansas City for Thanksgiving, do you do turkey or barbecue? Like, what do you what do you do? <laughs> Oh man, I tell you what, we we took the team to uh shout out to Jack Stacks barbecue on Tuesday when we got there. I mean, high, high level. And man, if I could have had that for Thanksgiving dinner, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> but but we did we did do turkey, but man, I'm a big barbecue guy. So it it was uh we definitely got our share when we were there. I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, listen, uh hell of a start. Hopefully keep it going so I can get Dosser out to Fort Collins because uh that trip a couple of years ago for that St. Mary's game was unbelievable uh hopefully we can get out there again you know I, I don't know how much i'm gonna pull myself out of charleston uh from december to january i'm not gonna lie i, I try to stay there as long as i can i don't i don't blame you but i don't blame you it's pretty it's pretty nice out here but you don't need to bring doster leave him at home <laughs> there you go all right all right i'm i'm in i'll be out there then. if i don't have to bring Love him you, rob yeah <laughs> that's a sales pitch right there well listen yeah. uh, congrats again on the on the six and oh start uh, hopefully your big man will get healthy and, and it's not too serious of a back injury. And and uh, we'll see some more wins here soon in this gauntlet of a schedule for Nico Medved and uh, Colorado State Rams. And hopefully you like my hat here. Love your hat, Jeff. It looks great on you, man. So, hey, thanks for having me on. Appreciate how you cover college hoops. Thanks, man. We'll talk soon. Thank you. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.